0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome
1: to Dueling Dialogues, episode 64. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer, all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, guys. How you doing?
2: Great. It's Friday night, and guess what it is? Happy hour. Happy hour! Yay! Happy
1: hour! Woo! I'll drink to that. Yes. (laughs) I'm just wondering who's going to produce the show tonight. I don't know. I know! (laughs) You don't want me touching it, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Awesome. So what are we talking about today?
2: Well, we got a little NFL stuff to start out with. You know,
3: after my dismal performance the first week of 2-2, two and two, the Hammer did come back with a 3-1 and one record last week. Now, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. I just want to put this out there. As many times as I would love to go against Tom Brady, I cannot. Okay. Patriots will win and... I'm going with the Minnesota Viking to Bless beat. their hearts. Yes, I am. I just I know I'm going against my cardinal rule of going against a dome team going outside, but I just think that as an overall team, and since the Philly does not have Carson Wentz, I just think that the quarterback play, the the two defenses kind of even out each other. I just think the quarterback play of Case Keenum will be better than uh, Nick Foles because. I just got a feeling that they're going to go in. I think it'll be a great Super Bowl between the Vikings and the Patriots.
2: You know what? I think that's two great teams. I don't like football all that much. But I think that's two great teams to be in.
1: Yeah. yeah I, you know, I agree. I, I think those two picks are the picks that I would have gone with as well. And that's yeah. the Canadian opinion.
3: Yeah. So uh, Saskatchewan wasn't in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The
3: Rough Riders, they yeah. just, you yes. know, just got knocked out early. Yeah.
1: They're just waiting for uh, watermelon next year. season. It's so... always next year. Yeah. Watermelon season. So everybody can cut their own helmet.
3: Yeah. Kind of, kind of like us with the Chiefs. There's always next year.
1: Yes. Yeah. But. Yeah. Truthfully, there is always next year.
2: That's true. Thank goodness there's always next year.
1: So maybe next year Saskatchewan will be in the NFL. I don't know. No, they won't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I thinking one of their jerseys would be cool down here in the... And the Ozarks, they'd be well, like, "Who's that? Don't think it's soccer. That's like book. They'll think it's like Bigfoot. Yeah, they will think you know,
3: it's uh, yeah, that thing some high school team
1: around here. Um, yeah. Well, they'll think I don't about know
2: about those scary men playing each yeah, other. You go to any
1: resort in Mexico when they're playing, and everybody's got their jerseys out. So that's true. You know, it, they they do reach far, but I I like your picks for this week. Definitely, uh, the Vikings and the Patriots are the two teams that I would have picked. You know, weeks ago going in. I think they've got it. Should be a good Super Bowl.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I am pretty sure President Trump will be rooting for one of the teams or both of the teams. I think he's kind of a Brady
3: fan. Yeah, yeah, because of, of uh, Kraft. Well, plus he's friends with Brady. Yeah, I mean, they Brady's friends. kind I of mean, pretended
2: you know, I mean, that it, they're not in recent years. You, you know, know, the
3: good thing about the, the – Top guys in in uh, some of the sports, they try not to get in. The, the really smart ones try not to be a political person. Yes, they all have their you know feelings, and they try not to dwell on that. The good ones try not to say, "Hey, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. It doesn't really matter." And I, I like that about Brady. Brady does try to keep his personal life. I mean, God, when you're married to Giselle.
2: Well, she, yeah, but look at what all he's got in common with Trump. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He is married to a mortal. they got a lot in common. Yeah, Except God. Trump doesn't. I does never food. thought of that. <laughs>
1: Two peas in a pod, right?
2: They like golf.
1: They like golf. They're- they probably like golf. McNuggets.
2: Well, I, Brady is no, Brady wouldn't healthy free. No no, 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 so, no. Okay, so Trump we have definitely some difference. Trump likes different. McNuggets, and apparently that's his only device. I mean, he is, um, according to Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who might I point out, has been the, the doctor to at least two presidents and has been one of the team doctors for several presidents okay yeah nevertheless according to a lot of reporters in the press room he doesn't have a sense god gave a goose now on tuesday dr jackson and i believe this is pretty unprecedented was given unfettered access the press could ask him anything about the president's health assessment and he was given permission to answer it. Wow. And he he swore there was no hidden agenda. And let me tell you, if you didn't see it, it turned into the most hilarious fiasco I've ever seen in my life. And thanks to Liberty Headlines, we have a little bit of the transcript. Oh, okay. So on Tuesday, White House physician Dr. Ronnie Jackson appeared before reporters in the press room and informed them that President Trump is in excellent shape joking that with a healthier diet trump might live to be 200 that's how healthy he is according to this doctor who probably didn't get his medical degree out of a crackerjack box but the reporters didn't quite believe him Hmm. nevertheless go figure jackson began his remarks by reading off the results from a series of tests that were performed on the president He said all clinical data indicates that the president is currently very healthy and that he will remain so for the duration of his presidency, whether that presidency lasts four years or eight years. He made that distinction. Following statements, Jackson opened the room to reporters who dogged him about the details of his report. Almost immediately, NBC's Hallie Jackson asked about the president's mental fitness. <laughs> and the White House physician answered, I've spent almost every day in the president's presence. I had no concerns about his cognitive ability. The reason that we did the cognitive assessment is because the, the president asked me to do it. He added, I didn't think it was indicated. I didn't think We needed it. Wow. Okay.
1: Still took the shots though, right?
2: Now CNN, ask him, ask Dr. Ronnie Jackson about President Trump's healthy, being healthy, given his diet. If he eats all that junk food, how can he be so healthy? Genes, baby, genes. That's exactly what Dr. Jackson said. It's called genetics. And he said, I don't know. It's just genetics. Soon after, CNN's Jim Acosta, who has brushed with the White House on several occasions, asked Jackson if he was giving all the results. But the physician said absolutely nothing was being withheld from Trump's results. Earlier, on Tuesday, the president kicked... Acosta out of a meeting with Prime Minister of Kazakhstan because he was race baiting him.
1: Wow.
2: So Acosta has a history of problems with the president.
3: You know, I'm gonna steal something from one of the guys on Fox that said this. I want all the reporters to take the same test that
1: Trump, President took? Trump did. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the check Yeah, to see if they're yeah. crazy. And I guarantee I, I bet not one of them could pass it. Well, he took them the Minnesota cognitive
2: test and scored thirty out of thirty. Yeah. Hmm. He certainly is not pre-Alzheimer's or pre-dementia. Now, there are a couple of reporters, including Mika uh, from Morning Joe, that said that that upset her more, that he was just, like, mean or crazy, nevertheless. Could you
3: imagine Walter Cronkite or... you know Chad Huntley or David Brinkley taking a test like that back in those days.
1: Well, you know what? Fake news comes from places. So where did who's the people that writes this stuff? Yeah, Who the same they? people that were sitting
2: there questioning the doctor about his ability exactly. to be a doctor.
1: Exactly.
2: And diagnose. Dr. Jackson said as far as he knew, no president had ever been administered a cognitive
1: assessment. Wow. And there's probably some that should have had one.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, several <laughs> when, One reporter was so goofy They asked, the president plays golf a lot Almost every weekend Does that help his health? That, well, is, his,
3: that is his exercise
2: Yeah, he well, should how, have how yeah. exercise But how could you, I mean, who's going to say it's bad?
1: Yeah, exactly
2: I mean, these people are ridiculous you got And it. they did this for 50 minutes Dr. Jackson said, yes, I think so it's a good way to get outside and
3: relieve stress. Imagine that.
1: Plus, that's where he does all the deals. That's, that's exactly that's, right.
3: That's, that's where more deals are made in business than anywhere
1: else. Than exactly.
2: Golf and guess yeah. what? He enjoys playing golf. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, no.
1: No. That must be crazy. Not a president that enjoys golf. Or,
2: I would have played golf with the president. He'd
1: get a little
2: no, frustrated
3: with me, wouldn't he? No,
1: no. Yeah. <laughs> <no, no. laughs>
2: One, two,
3: three, four. Now hit the ball. (laughs) Please, hit
2: the ball. Yeah, go find my ball in the woods and now get a skin (laughs) disease. Yeah,
3: yeah, there you go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another reporter asked if he had any concerns about the president's use of Twitter. (laughs) But the physician Uh. responder... Twitter doesn't involve me as a doctor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why would you ask Ask
3: a doctor? I I don't have any
2: concern about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Basically, he added that Trump doesn't sleep much. He doesn't need to sleep much. That's how he gets so many things done. He sleeps about four to five hours a night. Wow. The doctor would like to see him lose 10 to 15 pounds. Okay, there's a lot of people out there that could lose 10 to 15 pounds. Yeah, how many people in
3: the United States?
2: My gosh, they should be in the ozone. 10 to 15 pounds. Oh, they acted like he had complete heart disease because he needed to lose 10 to 15 pounds. They also questioned his height because if he was (laughs) one inch shorter than the doctor said he was, he would register as obese on the BMI scale.
1: Unbelievable!
3: You know, wow. my doctor. My doctor said, "You know, he said you're the perfect weight." I said, "Great!" He said, "Yeah, the bad thing is you need to be six inches taller."
1: <laughs>
3: I said, Thanks a lot, bud. <laughs> Thank God,
2: you were in front of this firing squad. No
3: kidding. Oh God, <laughs> they would. Oh, they would abuse me to no end.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, after all of this, and Sanjay Gupta. He is the physician, uh, the on-air physician for CNN. He is a surgeon. He's been with them for many years. He was questioning dr. Ronnie Jackson in the press room dr Ronnie Jackson answered his concerns nevertheless the next day Sanjay gets on the air and says the doctor that the president has heart disease wow now he is not a cardiologist he has not examined the doctor nor was he specifically there or privy to the case
1: right but he gets paid by CNN
2: exactly it's the narrative they wanted it
3: so they just create it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. More fake news. There you go.
3: There you go. You know, it's just like asking your brother in law what's wrong with your car. (laughs) You know, (laughs) oh, it sounds like this, but my mechanic who has it. And has looked at it and tore it down, says that this is the problem. Oh no, 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 no. Can't be. Can't be. I
2: think you it, once had a brother in law that did something like
3: that. Yeah, I did. Oh well. That was, that <laughs> okay.
2: Nevertheless, Trump issued his fake news awards. This oh, week. really? Yeah, he was advised by pretty much everyone in the White House not to do it, but he had already promised it. And Trump really does like to deliver what he promises, even if it turns out that maybe the idea it's was... It's not a
1: good idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He don't give a... It- No, he
2: doesn't.
1: Yeah, no, he's just going to expose it, just like Drain in the Swamp.
2: And it really wouldn't be fair to go on one of the networks and release the awards, so he did it over the internet.
1: Mm -hmm. And guess
3: what? He crashed the internet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not surprising.
3: I remember, like, what the the fake news reporter said. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a bunch of crap. But how many? Why did it break the internet? Everybody,
2: it, it meant a lot more than I thought it
3: would. Me too. Yeah. I thought to it a lot, a lot
2: of people, I cannot Mind believe them. it. I
3: thought
2: it would be side. funny, but yeah. I, I did too. The winner was the New York Times, who posted an article right after his win last or in November of 2016. They stated that the stock market would crash and it would not recover.
3: Never recover.
2: Never, never. At least as long as he was in office, it would not recover. And right. guess what? That wasn't the case.
1: Right. Exact stock opposite.
2: Market, yeah. Added six trillion dollars to our economy.
1: Yeah, insane. It's
2: just everyone's four hundred one k's, and their stocks are up twenty five to thirty percent.
1: Now we got Apple coming back.
2: Oh my gosh, Apple's bringing a huge. lot of money back. Yeah, three hundred fifty billion. And Reno, and that's after they just finished one out in Seattle. Yeah,
3: yeah, so it's great. Yeah, they're So many companies coming back and all these people tried to say that he was just blowing smoke. But you know what? Just like everything else, everything he says is happening, you know. And that's what the common people want. The people in the Midwest, that's what we want. Someone that keeps their promises. We are so sick of these promises. And then they go up to Washington. They turn into a good old boy and become part of the gang. And nothing happens. It's, it's, I am so glad that something's happening. You know, and every decision he makes might not be the right one. But by God, at least he's trying to make something happen. Well, and he's yeah. going to roll it to get there. I mean, he, yeah. he's
2: going to roll in he, he will fight. He will fight to make it happen. And it may not. Also, it's kind of like me. I tell my kids, you know, I always do what I say I'm going to do. Sometimes I misjudge the time it takes me to get it done, but I always do it.
1: Right. He fights That's to tough. get it done.
2: He fights. It's not necessarily he said he really wanted to start on that wall before the end of the first year. But you know that didn't really happen.
1: Well, you know who I think about- you know who I think can't uh, get things done. Oprah. <laughs> Oprah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> you know, after the Golden Globes, everybody thought she was it. She was the second coming.
1: Yeah, she and-
2: was. The to Trump. And you the know? more but- I think
1: about it, the more I think how big of a mistake that would be because she's all about selling sunshine and pumping sunshine up everybody's ass. And, That's
2: exactly right.
1: And you know what? There's a lot of negative things in politics that she's going to have to deal with, and I don't think she can deal with it. Well,
2: you and 59% of the people polled said Oprah shouldn't run for president. 24% think she should. The other 17% are probably stoned, and they don't know who she is. They don't <laughs> remember.
1: Oh, the the under-the-rock pool.
2: Exactly.
1: (laughs) You
3: know, here's here's another deal. No one wants their mother or their favorite aunt to be the bad guy. And if you're a president, you've got to make decisions that there are people that are not going to agree with you. My little experience of being a president, I was president of my fraternity. Someone said, oh, what's so good about that? I said, well, the great thing is, you know, half the people like me. And half the people hate me no matter what decision I make on any issue. <laughs> and the only thing is, it just changes the people that hate you and love you. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. That is please, the way You is. can't please everybody. And you know what? Everybody loves
2: Oprah. Why would she want to jeopardize that? Exactly. Yeah. Except don't the Stone do it, Oprah. people. Please the Stone don't people, do it. I don't know. They <laughs> just don't.
1: Stone- You know, you know, it leaves the big question: who would be left to do the Weight Watchers commercials? Yeah,
2: I don't know. There'd be nobody. Weight Watchers, you know, people would just get fat and die.
1: Who Marie can yo-yo
3: the weight like that besides Yo- besides uh, Oprah? Well, right.
2: Marie Osmond already signed with the other company. Oh,
3: that's right, yeah. But she only lost 50 pounds once. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Oprah Oprah's done it a hundred times. Yeah, well... 365 <laughs> times or something. And, I, you know. I think
1: the, the old joke was, um, did you hear that Oprah got arrested at the airport for trying to smuggle 40 pounds of crack under her dress?
3: oh, oh. oh, <laughs> oh I wouldn't... <laughs> (laughs)
1: Did we move to R-rated just now?
3: Yeah,
2: we just moved to R-rated. Yeah,
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs)
2: Yeah, we better. We're mainstream now. We're on iHeart. We have to. We have to bleep that. But, Fire and Fury. Speaking of Fire and Fury. Yes. Bannon's mouth flapped to the author that deceived him and pretty much everybody else involved. It got him a place in front of. The Congressional Judicial Board for a little questioning. Now yeah, he, he was he, his inconsistent answers has everybody subpoenaed him. Mueller, Congress. I believe that they're even going to add on Putin and Kim Jong Un. Wow! Before it's over with.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just all a witch hunt, anyways.
2: Yeah. Well, the Republican Party don't really it doesn't really want to talk to him anymore. So I guess he should be. Yeah, glad he
1: burned some are. big bridges. That's he that's burned. That's giant, giant. Oh, hell yeah. You know, you,
3: you can't use the word treasonous. It's like going on a plane and saying the word bomb. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the same
2: deal. And he used it when he was angry. And the truth is, he may not, may or may not have used it with this Michael Wolf. Yeah, you Michael can't Wolf that cannot guy. be trusted. And right. had Bannon looked around or actually, you know, did a little investigation, he would have known that nobody trusted him. This isn't the first time Michael Wolf has deceived people. By, you know, Bannon can't use a computer, remember? <laughs> So I guess he couldn't do a Google.
1: Okay, it makes sense. perfect though. sense to me, though.
2: The race issues are getting crazier and crazier and crazier. The Saint Paul mayor calls the national anthem the ode to slavery. Okay. Are you kidding me? I I can't even fathom how how you can surmise that kind of nonsense.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't get it. It leaves us speechless. I I,
3: I wish I had some uh, great comment on that, but it just... Got me before. What's he smoking? That how anybody could come up with that. You know, whatever he's on, it must be good. <laughs> that's,
2: that's about all we gotta say about him.
3: That's all I'm gonna say.
2: But I got something crazier. It'll make you feel like you've been smoking so judicial watch. You know, I, I really love Tom Fenton. I believe he he and Judicial Watch really care about transparency. Well, he discovered that the government spent six point seven million dollars on the mango. Board
1: okay. To
2: encourage the consumption of what else? Mangoes. I love mangoes. I love <laughs> the taste of mango, especially with alcohol. But. Nevertheless, I don't need anybody to spend any money for me to know that.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. billions? <laughs> you didn't say millions, you said billions. I
2: said I said millions.
1: Millions. Okay. Yeah. Just 6.7 100%.
2: million. But why should the government don't the growers have a mango growing co-op?
3: Yeah. Like the two guys? You know it's just like the centipede on the treadmill. Let's just throw some money away. Are the $50 hammer or the It's 15 Hundred
2: dollar commode.
3: Yeah, this yeah. is this is what this is our the way we spend money here through the Congress. Let's just see how bad we can abuse our power.
1: Yeah, that uh, it, it's ridiculous. The same. Sh- goes on in canada like millions millions spent on stupid studies that you know anybody with a brain in their head could figure out on their own
2: well and i'll tell you who's really tired of it is the east side of california oh they're tired of high taxes they're tired of the streets being filled with homeless people because everything costs so much money and the the state is broke they can't pay some of their bills so they said you know what We want to create new California. The east side of California can split from the west side, and you guys can go to hell in a handbasket.
1: Oh, interesting. The biggest
2: problem, everybody's kind of for it. They just don't want to change the flags. We're just way too lazy to add another star, and it would be uneven. I say go ahead and make Puerto Rico a state. And then you got two to put on there.
3: Yeah, well, that's what they said. It's got to be even. You got to have fifty. Either more. that
2: or split Hawaii up. You got to do something. You can't have an uneven flat. Well,
3: just wait for the, well, just wait for the big earthquake, and then half of the damn people will be gone. <laughs> anyway.
2: Well, that'll get it rid of
1: hey, the tax. Problem. Hey, easy. Count. I live out here too on the west coast. Oh, no, be sorry, easy sorry. on the earthquake. Sorry.
3: That corner. I don't. I don't want to going up that north. I the to, hammer was a big you know.
2: geology student. So yeah, you know. Don't no get him started. I
3: took geology. So therefore,
2: grass into earthquakes. I
3: know everything about rocks. <laughs> I know. But let's go there. Sedimentary, yeah, igneous.
2: Okay. Let's talk about Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake was a little upset about the asshole, comment and Trump's fake news awards. So he decided to give a speech on the Senate floor
3: and compare
2: Trump to Stalin for his attacks on the press. Now, my guess is, first of all, Stalin Stalin killed millions of people. You know, Trump hasn't killed anyone yet, we don't think. Nevertheless, certainly not millions. Would Stalin have given tax
1: breaks? (laughs) No. I'm just dumbfounded at the comparison.
2: Yeah. I mean, how ridiculous... And this is, you know, Jeff Flake is a
3: Republican.
1: But, yeah, but he's, obviously he's an, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree he's with the Hammer. You, yeah. you
3: know, as he was trying to, when he was giving a speech... He was, like, giving these pauses for, like, you know, if you make a some big statement, everybody's, supposed
2: to, everybody's yeah. supposed to
3: clap nothing. Not even cricket sounds. You know, I mean, this guy is such a loser. <laughs> the Republicans are just saying, get out fast, yeah, how please. How fast can you get how, out? How fast can we shut this guy up and get his ass shipped up? He needs to go to Mexico. Well,
1: That's what I... Do. There's a few Republican senators that need to move on, for sure.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, but I, now...
2: I, Maybe they could travel, okay? <laughs> the sent- State Department warns before traveling to North Korea, <laughs> prepare for your own death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no sh. Wow. Maybe yeah, let's send them to send North Korea. Hell, hell yeah. Great That's what bad. we need yeah. to do. Anybody
3: we don't want, we give them a one-way ticket.
1: Yeah, let's start a Kickstarter campaign right now. <laughs> I, I've got a list. I could can, I can give a top <laughs> ten in a hurry.
3: Well, yeah. Little Nancy pelosi. Oh, there it
1: is. yeah pelosi little, yeah. little
2: Kim will take care of them that's I, for sure
1: i'd like to see the doctor uh, do some tests on pelosi
2: <laughs> oh my gosh did you hear the dog do
3: did you hear the dog do
1: no she oh. said the
2: budget oh. without you know a plan for the docker catch was like a big pile of dog do with a cherry on top presented as a chocolate sundae now i love chocolate and she just ruined it
1: (laughs) well you know what if if, they just if they just learn to work with the president it would be done
2: absolutely
1: but that is just not part of their agenda no hell no well she's an excellent
2: legislator well listen to this speaking of legislators Remember um, the five people that are boycotting the State of the Union address? It all began with Maxine Waters saying
0: impeach
2: 45. He said, I'm not going. I have better things to do. Now that's part of her job description. I think she should go. Nevertheless, a veteran of the Iraq War started a campaign on Twitter and said I want Maxine Waters' seat at the State of the Union. Mm, Well, Patrick Duff, the congressman said way cool i'll make sure that you have a seat even if it's my wife's he's going to the state of the union he's a funny neat guy he, he's hilarious so i think that's i think that's fabulous. you know that's
3: a feel-good story
2: yeah, if they don't, yeah. You know, she tried, she tried to make it
3: into something terrible yeah and it is you know
2: no empty seats I don't care who's sitting there. If she doesn't want her seat and she doesn't want to do her job, fine. Could we dock her a little pay?
3: Yeah. I just want her to, I I just want to know how you have income of uh, what she's been up to almost $8 million. On her salary, where did that money come
2: what? from? Oh, well, she's been investigated. That's another episode. Yeah, yeah. There
1: you she's go. She's been in yeah. trouble in investigating ethics.
2: It paid forty five. It yeah, paid forty five. There was a it little bit of banking stuff back there <laughs> on, on Maxine Waters. So. Well, I, I, we'll talk about Maxine. I, I have Waters a prediction
1: today. there. Patrick Duff isn't going to get laid anytime soon. <laughs>
2: Exactly. (laughs) Oh, he's in
1: for hell. You go against your wife, it's not going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bastard.
2: Oh, boy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, there was another uh, missile alert in Japan. Oh, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? Yeah, just a couple of days after the one in Hawaii. Japan. It it happens in Japan. Really?
2: Oh, like an accidental alert? See, I, yes. I just don't think accidental. I think that they they might be jumping the gun because they know that when little Kim shoots off a missile, they don't have a lot of time. So right. they're told probably told, don't hesitate.
1: Yeah, it's still think there'd be some sort of safety in there saying, are you sure you want to send out this alert? I think alert?
2: it's there. I think it's there. I think that they actually think something's going on. They have.
1: So. and Well, yeah, they said I mean, it. You only it, have it, 60 it really seconds
3: to shoot it down. You know, so, at first it was, I, I thought it was a joke. I, I'm not so sure now. Uh, the way people over there were really panicking and stuff. I'm not for sure if they didn't maybe think it was or they were doing it to show people that you are not prepared, that we don't have time, that we need to be prepared if something like this has happened because we are so close. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm just like everyone else. At first, I thought it was a joke, like I said, and that the the guy hit the wrong button. (laughs) You know, like when you pulled the fire alarm in school or in a... In a yeah. hotel, motel. But, you know, I'm like you. I just, I'm not sure he just hit the wrong button like a butt dial. I, I'm, I'm beginning to think that there's more to this. And God, I hope I'm wrong. I yeah. hope it was that. We all do. And
1: we're, I, I, we're. I'm thinking the same way. Honestly, I, I, I totally agree with you, Hammer. Absolutely agree. And it's not often that we do agree. Yeah, that's, that's true. true.
2: We don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed, Hammer. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there.
1: Godspeed, Grace. And everybody, thanks for listening. Talk to you
0: next week. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right. rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.